You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin recording here from the heart of the uh, Queensland Channel Country down in Batuta's old city district at the uh, Desert Rock FM studios. My name is Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, joined, of course, by Errol Parker, editor-at-large. And recording from home today, because he had a scratch in his throat, is Wendell Hussey, the K. McGrath of the Diamantina Shire. How are you all, gentlemen? I'm all right, mate. It's a bit sad to see what's happening in our capital cities down south. Uh, you know, if only they, uh, you know, would wake up to themselves and, and kind of see that, you know, is this really worth, you know, this much of, of an economic ruin over, you know, just saving the lives of... You know, a few people that shouldn't really be alive. Oh, anyway. okay. Well, um, what about you, Wendell? Yeah, I'm all right, Clancy. As you mentioned, resting up at home. I was looking forward to getting down to Suncorp. Errol was going to fly us down to watch the Wallabies tomorrow night, which obviously won't be going down uh, down there with him. So it's a bit of a shame. But no, that's, but but because that's the most of my worries. Things are pretty good, really. Because we're rugby union people, where you know rules don't apply to us, we can hop in that aeroplane, we can go down there, and we can watch the footy, and we can come back. Yacht, they do it with yachts. Yeah, mate. Just think of my Cessna one five two as a uh, sky yacht. Yeah, right. A I'm happy to be your personal assistant for the purpose of the trip, if you need. No worries. Anyway, what's up first in the news today, Wendell? Well, we'll start off with the biggest national story of the week, and it's coming home. Cheers, excited Victorians, as Melbourne records a bunch of new community cases. Yeah, sad news for Melbourne this week, as a group of Sydney removalists packed up a couple of COVID cases and brought them all the way down to the southern capital. Of course, half the cases were broken inside boxes, but it was still enough for a fresh outbreak in the city that still doesn't seem to have a handle on things like contact tracing. That's right. There was lots of talk about football coming home, which didn't eventuate for the Brits, thankfully. But unfortunately, COVID has come home to roost in Melbourne. Dan Andrews has called a snap lockdown as they battle their 14th or 15th wave down there. I'm not sure what number they're at now. Yeah, very hard to keep on top of that one there. Some political news now, and Kevin Rudd has been forced to mow the lawn at Kirribilli after watching the Prime Minister neglect his duties for months. Yes, we've seen the birth of Grandpa Kevin Rudd this week, who's done his best to try and step in and help out this nation of ours, who's looking for a father figure at this uncertain time. It all started with the former Prime Minister calling the CEO of Pfizer as a concerned private citizen to try and get him to accelerate the arrival of vaccine jabs. It's believed he was asked by senior business leaders to make the call after the growing concern that Scott Morrison had gone AWOL on the job again. And after speaking with Pfizer, the Brisbane sexagenarian didn't stop the mentorship there. He decided to step in and help the PM mow the lawns at the lodge after they had gotten away on Scotty and also prepared to stop in to pick the kids up after Scotty blew his pay away on the pokes. Big week for Kev there. Now, we've got an interesting story about a recent survey which has revealed that young people say living with the virus is much better than living with stagnant wages and no hope for the future. Yeah, I spoke to the lady who ran this survey as part of her work at the South Batuta Polytechnic Anthropological Facility. She said that she found a lot of young people had, you know, no real feeling of job security and a lot of them had given up on ever owning a home to live in. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing was actually uh, pretty grim reading, to be honest. Yeah, there's plenty of affordable places out the back of Batuta Ponds at the moment, right near the industrial estate and the wetlands. But, you know, millennials do like to complain. They were raised by flower children, after all. 
the general findings from this report was apparently young people want us to just get on with things and uh, start looking to the future, of which they have nothing promised to them. Yeah, I think that's a sentiment that Errol holds as well. In some other news from our little desert outpost, and a local woman has sent off her tax return, unsure if she's committing tax fraud. Good, so should you, young lady. If you live up in this part of the world, the roads are fucked, the health system's held together by duct tape, and kids who can't afford the hoot in school sit in fucking dumb animals in the middle of summer and in the depths of winter. You should be defrauding the fucking tax man. It's not like he's going to spend it properly anyway. Righto, Errol Parker might not get into the merits of tax fraud on this program today, but... This local Batuta Heights woman, Emily Wilson, says although she's filed a few tax returns in her life, she's fairly confident it's all by the book. But she does perpetually live in fear of that MyGov notification popping up in her inbox to tell her it's all over and to hand herself in. Don't worry, Emily, you'll be all right, and you're certainly not alone. Yeah, and some news from the sports world now, and a third-grade prop reckons he's as puffed as the woman on the spicy cough ad by the first scrum every weekend. Yes, it's certainly raised a few eyebrows, this new scare campaign telling people to go and get vaccinated, even though there aren't enough vaccines. But one local rugby stalwart reckons it's just made him shrug, saying he's been that breathless numerous times over the past few weeks. Yeah, he said, and I quote, I feel like that after eight or nine phases of play and you're just crying out for some dopey centre to drop the fucking ball or someone to boot the pill out in a touch on the full so you don't have to run up the field any further. I could have done with a ventilator a few times last week. You don't hear me complaining. Yeah, yeah, he makes a valid point. You know, playing football when you're fucking fat and unfit is probably worse than dying of coronavirus. Yeah, the only thing worse than that is getting tackled on the cricket pitch. Anyway, that is all I've got in front of me for this news wrap, so unless you fellas have anything else to add, I think we'll leave it on that note. No, just to do your own research with these vaccines. Hooroo, that'll do! (laughs) 